listeners, thank you for tuning in to today's new stash with myself, Stasha Buckle, and the lovely Alice Crumble. On today's show, we ask, can you be eaten out by a bear? Yes, we will be discussing the story about Tracy Dunlop, who went hiking in Canada and was stalked by a bear, and then having narrowly escaped, was told by the rangers that the bear could smell her because she was menstruating. Some of you may have heard about the new groundbreaking research that suggests that people that keep tissues up their sleeves are more likely to commit a crime, with some avid tissue cradlers committing murder at some point down the line. We'll then be looking at the new book by Prudence Slothson, which is How to Appear as a Vision of Wellbeing. And we will end the show with an interview with Tracy Dunlop herself, who will tell us how she escaped the bear's claws. As always, we want to hear from you all today, so please do keep writing in at hello at newstash.co.uk and we will read your comments out throughout the show. So let's get going on today's show and welcome to Newstash. So, guys, in 2018, Tracy Dumlop was hiking in the mountains of Canada when the tour guide noticed that they were being stalked by a grizzly bear. They managed to make it back to the camp unscathed, but when they did return, the group were asked if anyone was menstruating and Tracy had to put her hand up. She was then told that this may have been why the bear was stalking them all along as apparently bears are known to smell menstruation. Tracy explained that she didn't know this and she said she refused to apologise to the group for having a period. She says having a period is bad enough without it being blamed for attracting a bear. Now, I mean, I've got to agree with Tracy there. I mean, it's, you know, we have to go as women through so much with a period. You know, you've got the PMT, you've got the spots, you've got the bloated, all those things. And now you're telling me at the same time that at the end of all that, you can get eaten out by a bear. Well, I think, dare I say it, uh, animals do have a bit of an insight onto these things. They can, they seem to smell us out or... Ugh, really don't like saying that, but you know, <laughs> like we—it's been known for dogs to know this. So dogs, bears, whatever—it's mm-hmm. obviously it's it's your it's your emotions, it's your chemical. Well, I guess it's the same as you know when you're swimming in the sea. You know, you see all these sort of films and documentaries and stuff, and you're, you've got to cut. If the blood, you know, starts to go out into the sea, it attracts sharks. You know, so you, you don't want to cut. Now, it's the same thing. It's a kind of like a wound. You're bleeding profusely. And, you know, maybe it picks up on the smell of blood and it thinks, oh, there's a nice bloody chicken or a bloody pheasant or something like that lolling about. I'm going to follow that scent and I'm going to go and eat it. Maybe it is a case of that. It's, it's blood, you know, so maybe that's... Animals are animals. Animals yeah. are animals. They're attracted to the smell of blood. So this isn't a sexual thing. Why would it be sexual? Well, I just read that it was eat, eaten out by a bear. 
Well, obviously, if they smell blood and it happens to be within the vaginal area, then it's probably going to eat you out, isn't it? It's subconsciously, it's going, it doesn't matter where the blood's coming from. If the blood was coming from your arm or your leg or, you know, your throat or anything like that, it's going to go but to it that mu- area. No, but it must be like the chemicals and, and the, the fragrance Well, I'm that thinking that it's brings. just blood. It's the smell of blood. If any animal, any, you know, bloodthirsty animal, like a bear or a shark or something like that, if it smells blood, it's going to go for it, isn't it? That's my thinking. I mean, tell me differently. Yeah, because they're known, they have the instinct of that. They can see that it's yeah. something to be a predator It's like for. when hyenas in the, in the wild, they smell a kill. They go in and they steal the kill, sometimes off the lion or the predator that's actually made the kill because they smell the smell of blood. So, you know, it, it's... And, and predominantly, let's not... This isn't a joke here. If... Um, if a bear does come towards you because it smells blood and it happens to be the fact that you're menstruating, it's within the vaginal area, they are going to go down there and they are going to lick that thing to shreds. They're going to really go in and they're going to tear that thing apart. They're mm. going to. That's let's not let's not let's not let's get it. But back. I think I think it's what the like the smell of menstruation. That's what it gives off. Yeah, and they're going to lay into it like it's no tomorrow because to them it's roadkill. They're thinking, oh, there's a piece of roadkill there, and I'm going to smother my face in it. So, yeah, you could actually get eaten out by a bear, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's hideous. It's up Two women, it's really not... It's terrifying. It's but it's terrifying. not very nice to really talk about. You're it, there, you're We there. are here to talk about You've gone about on a nice hike. You thought, you know what, I've got stomach cramps, I've got PMT, I've got a headache, I'm struggling, I'm feeling moody. And next thing you know, you've got a bear snout in your vagina. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's too much. It is. Well, it was. It really is too much to bear. To bear. <laughs> like the pun. <laughs> yeah. Too much to bear. Um, so we've had so many emails coming in. Um, lots of people saying that this is a myth. And, you know, Tracy should be nowhere to blame for this. So, you know, it could be a myth. It could be that they don't. They don't smell menstruation. Maybe the bear was just stalking them naturally. You know, it saw a group of people. It thought there's probably a little slower person at the back. Maybe someone who's had a bit too much to drink, something like that. So, oh, we can probably knock him off at some point along the hike. Or her, yeah. Or her, you know. um, Maybe it was that. I don't know. Jane from Telford's written in to say she was on holiday in Canada and she hiked up Blob Mountain. Blob Mountain. Apparently, it was given this name after several women were attacked by bears there. Oh, so this is actually a known it's thing. It's called Blob Mountain. Because of, of women being on... Attacked by bears. Due to... Lots of women. Lots of women. I mean, I haven't said how many women, but lots of women have been attacked by bears within okay. that vicinity, and they've now named it Blob Mountain. Well, it's good to put a name on it, isn't it? Well, they could have named it something better than Blob. Yeah. They? they could have called it... Cherry Mountain. Cherry Mountain or something a bit more feminine, you know, like... Uh, Decorator's Mountain. Decorator's Mountain, there you go, you, the listeners, that's what we are. It's quite long to put that on the side. Yes, Decorator's Mountain might be a bit long, might be a bit of a mouthful for people to get their heads around, you know. But, uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Right, okay. Uh, so... Uh, Michelle has written in from London. She said she was camping in the woods in California and she left a packet of tampons outside her tent. When she woke up in the morning, the tampon box was in pieces with no tampons to be found. But hang on, so but those are clean tampons, so why have they gone missing? Is that someone's just stolen some tampons? Well, maybe he smelt her menstruating and he went towards her tent, saw the tampons and thought, well, if I can't get to the vagina, I'll have the tampons instead. 
Mm. But then they do look like little little sweets, actually, don't they? Yeah, maybe you thought there's a little pick a mix. Yeah, yeah because bears mix. know about Harry Bear and all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Michelle, we don't know what that's I think, about. Michelle, someone's just nicked your tampons. Or did you use all the tampons and then stick them a back person, in the tampons? A person, not Were a bear. they used? Were they used? That's what we need to know, Michelle. Do write in and tell us, were the tampons used? And put back what? into the box. What, used she's... by the bear? No, used by Michelle. She she might have put the tampons back in the box. When you're in the wild and you're camping, there's nowhere to put the bloody things, is there? So she might have just thought, you know what, I'll use them, put them back in the box. There's a big soaking wet bloody box there. The oh, I walked... don't... Yeah, no, yes. The bears walked over, he thought, oh, great, bloody dinner time here. And he's gnarled his way through a box of tampons. Michael from Chepstow said... Maybe there's a shortage of honey. <laughs> so, God. Yeah, well, that's one. Oh, that, that's, a, that's a proper answer for it. Oh, a proper answer, yeah. I think we need the poo. There's something to say about So this. if you can't eat, if, it, if a bear can't eat out of a little bit of honeycomb, then it's going to eat out of your vagina instead. It's the next best thing. Is that what he's sort of trying to say there? I don't know. Where does the logic go? Is it, It's honey. If you can't get a bit of honey, you want the next best thing, a bit of a bloody liquid. Maybe that'll, you know, make it... I mean, maybe what's better? Is it honey? Is it honey? Or we need to ask a bear, don't we? Should we get a bear in? All the vampires have come out. Mike from... Uh, sorry, Catherine from Totteridge says her aunt worked in a lodge on Bear Mountain and she says they had to chain the sanitary bins to the walls in the ladies' toilet. Yeah, it is the smell, isn't it? It's, it's like, Whether smell. it's food, it's whether it's smell. blood, it's it's the smell. So, it's that, yeah. Smell, yeah. So, so the bears must have been going in and rattling those sanitary bins around and trying to get their noses into well, it. Well, they just want to see what's in there. And oh, why do they want to see what's in there? Because they're looking, they're hungry, they're looking for anything. They're yeah. looking for anything, yeah. Yeah. It's God. a bit like foxes it's in the bins in London. Imagine that. You go, to, uh, you go to Bear Mountain, you're staying in a lodge, you're in the bog, you're about to sort of let go, and there's a bloody bear stalking you outside. Imagine you're sat there on the toilet and a bear comes in. Well, good photo. And he says, actually, I'm not going to eat your head, I'm just going to eat you out. Some of you may have heard about the latest studies which suggest that people who keep tissues in and around their sleeve area are more likely to commit a crime, with most of these crimes leading towards murder. Apparently, Robbie, our producer here, has done a bit of research, 65% of convicted murderers keep tissues up their sleeve. I mean, this is absolutely terrifying. I am, I've got to say personally, if I see someone that keeps a tissue up their sleeve, I still welcome Yeah, you really don't like tissues. I think you've got a bit of a tissue issue. (laughs) A tissue issue, yeah. (laughs) I do like to keep people like that at bay. I I, I don't want to be socialising with them. I'm sorry. But if you have to blow on a tissue six or seven times and then keep it up your sleeve, there, there's issues there. What's stopping them from keeping the shitty ones? Well, I these people that are saying that have tissues up their sleeves and then they go on to to create murders. Mm. Is this just because they're maybe hygienic murders, murderers? Well, when you when you commit a murder, the first thing you think about is swiping the fingerprints. So perhaps if you're someone that always has a tissue up your sleeve, it's very easy then to swipe the fingerprints. It's easier. You know, you think, oh, thankfully I've kept that tissue up. But then hold on a minute. Is there swiping the evidence with a tissue? Maybe the bogey, the bogeys on the tissue can be given as DNA. 
So actually, they're... Well, they do. The tongue and the nose is where... Mm. Where, it, where people go for, isn't it, when to do DNA testing. This is from us who we're so very professional in how to murder. Mm. I mean, I, I don't understand the logic behind... Did anyone give any sort of information about that, Robbie, at all? I, I can't disclose any information about my sources on the research. This is very anonymous, because there may have been murderers in the research department. oh right Sorry. okay yeah we Sorry. do understand that so we don't want to breach any any sort of laws about that and any legal stuff but the only thing that i can think of is something to do with cleanliness and it all brings back to that you know if you're committing a murder and you think oh well, lucky i've got a bloody tissue up my sleeve or maybe because once they've done the murder they're going to start crying so that they always have tissue yeah. there to wipe away their tears maybe when you commit a murder you get a bit of a snotty nose and then you need to quickly blow it. You need to clean the. You might need to clean up the blood. You're more efficient if you've got a tissue. Or you might need to clean the windows to be able to then have children. Oh yes, that's relating back to one of our other shows. So if you haven't if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes, listen to some of the others, and then you know what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so we, we we'd like to know more about that. If you do, if you have been someone that's committed a crime, and. Um, and you, you do also keep a tissue up your sleeve, please do get in touch. We want to know why, you know, what makes uh, having a tissue up your sleeve easier to commit such a crime. So now we're going to be looking at a the new re book release by Prudence Slothson. The book is called How to P Appear as a Vision of Wellbeing. And she gives you tips on how to appear as if you're a vision of wellbeing without actually doing the effort of the exercise or the detox or going to the gym. It's basically for people who like Instagram and want to sort of portray this healthy lifestyle and this, you know, do these selfies and looking slim and looking fabulous without actually having to do any of the work behind it. So, I mean, I'm really interested in this because I am a lazy person. I don't want to have to go to the gym or, you know, I mean, I find that if I go without sugar for a while, I want to, you know, I, I, I lock myself in, in, in my room and I don't want to speak to people for a while because if I have a low sugar, you know, you get very down, don't you, and you get these sort of thoughts and feelings and okay i'm not going to go back there because that's a bit black for me but <laughs> let, let's just go to so uh, one she says eat your um no sorry she says if you're feeling low post a picture on instagram of when you were 19 and tanned on a beach no one needs to know that you haven't left the sofa in three weeks well it's all going around at the moment isn't it? this is a 10 year challenge on instagram mm. facebook um i haven't done it because i don't you know i've I don't want people weight. to see the, the absolute degeneration of my face. Or look what I once was, and now... Yeah, and now look at the fucking state of me. <laughs> I mean, I've plummeted to depths that nobody would ever want to go to. But then, you know, on Tinder and things like that, other, other age dating uh, apps, you do put on, you know, photos from two or three or four yeah, or five years ago. Yeah, you don't pick up another one going, by the way, ha-ha, that's a joke, this is what I look like now. No, well, mm. they're, when they get that when they meet you, don't they? <laughs> There's no covering that. That's for sure. There's no covering that. Um, she also says, keep saying quinoa. <laughs> uh, just keep is saying... Is it quinoa or is it quinoa? I never I don't know. know. I both... Do I... we know, Robbie? Do you know quinoa or quinoa? From extensive research I've done, it's quinoa. 
Quinoa. Quinoa, right, yes, I thought so. Um, be I keen with right. quinoa to be a lifestyle fake. Yeah, she says keep saying it in any conversation and apparently people take you seriously and they think that you're sort of some sort of... And kale, maybe? Could you zap some you kale could in it? You kale. You could be like, oh, how was your day today, kale? <laughs> uh, what have you been doing today, quinoa? Um, I've been so busy, I've been so busy. You look, you so look much pretty kale. terrible, uh, quinoa. <laughs> Maybe it just sort of throws people off track, a bit of a diversion method, you know, just throws people into it. You know, it's just saying, if somebody, if somebody says a complicated word to me, I just stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know how to pronounce quinoa, we're all all right. Uh, once you've finished your fish and chips, cut up an avocado, whack it on a plate and stick it on Instagram. Well, yeah. We've all done that. I mean, you don't need a book to tell you that, do you? But thank you for letting us know about the book. Yeah, I mean, I know. I've, 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 I've ordered a curry before and I've literally, like, slathered it into my mouth and been in the toilet all night. And then two hours later, I'm posting a picture of, you know, a lovely healthy salad that I've had. I've done that on numerous occasions. You, you're, you're quite on it with social media. I, on the other hand, am not. I just like to eat it and not take a picture of it. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, because you're probably not um, very proud of anything you eat, are you, Alice? <laughs> I mean, I've, <laughs> I've seen some of the shit that you shovel down your gob. Including kale, thank you, thank well, you. Well, there might be the odd trinket of kale on top of a kebab or whatever, but, you know. Kebabs really are not my... My tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, buy a yoga mat and prop it up in your hallway. Occasionally unroll it and take pictures of it. Do you know what I do also, though? I think the yoga mat's a very good idea. I do want to, Also, what you can do is wear your yoga trousers. So when you're in at home and you're lazing around, you need to pop out. You put your nice jumper on and you put your trainers and any leisure yoga trousers, running trousers, whatever... Yeah. And then you, it looks you do like f- you've got a purpose. It looks like you're going somewhere. It looks like you've <laughs> got you a purpose. But you do feel a bit more relaxed, a bit more. You know what? Put on your leggings, put on your sports top, and sit the fuck down. That's what I say. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Robbie, do you do you do anything to sort of look like you're you're doing something good and you're going to the gym and you're being productive, but really? Or do you actually just do it? I don't need to. I'm male. That's the general rule. Uh... Are you male? <laughs> <laughs> We wanted a woman. What happened? <laughs> Female. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's lovely to know. Robbie doesn't do anything, by the way, ladies. Um, can't... But he's always very busy. He's always very busy doing our research. Um, can't be asked <laughs> with a pedicure. Can't be asked with a pedicure. Pour the nail varnish into a bucket and lie on your front with your feet in the bucket. No, that's not going to work. Well, it, it, yeah. you put your feet in, you put your toes in, and it will obviously it will paint but then, them. What, but then you've got to clean the whole... Every- no, you wash away the excess. I can't paint my nails for shit. So what I do is I just... Like that, and then uh, I go for it and have a shower, and I wash off all the excess. What, so you just paint it yourself like, really, really well? Yeah, really quickly, yeah. And then that doesn't... No, because you have to then scratch it off. We've got to get loads of nails. No, you don't, shit. because you just go and have a shower. If you're too impatient to do your nails properly, just get it, blob it on the ends of your fingers, and then go and have a shower. Mm, well, I'll, I'll try it and see if it works try it Alice I think maybe it might you know be, it might allow Change you to do other things that you want to do um, she says if you're not feeling good enough for selfies but you happen to see your reflection looking okay in the window of the boot of someone's car upload it quickly I, I, now, <laughs> now I would agree with that because I think you know there's been times when I've caught a glimpse of myself fucking hell you actually look good 
And I wish it's I had a bed. in a window. It's in a window because when when it's in a window, you've got bed light everything because it's sort of a bit dark. And is it blurry? Yeah, yeah it's blurry. It's blurred to fuck. There's dust on things. You can't really you see can very be, much. You can basically not see your face. It's just and, a silhouette. And I'm good. I go well. I look great. And I wish I put it up. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll give it a go. I don't, yeah, I'd rather just... Um... Or what they could do alternatively is make, a, uh, make a, a, a filter on Instagram called Dusty Dirty Back of the Window Job. <laughs> and you can put that over your face and that'll make you look better. So you can say, I took this in the back of a window and you actually look okay. Because if, if you do look an absolute state... Then you can say, well, I took this at the back of the window. Or just take a picture of when you're with people, when you actually just look normal, rather than having from a distance yeah, through glass. Yeah, but you might look normal in normal light. You might need to be seen in the back of a window to look good. Oh, well, then you need a filter, don't you? Well, you need the dusty, dirty back of the window filter, yeah. Um, vomiting all day after a heavy night, pour it into a glass and post it as a healthy smoothie. Now, that's interesting, isn't it? So you're, what are you putting into your smoothie? You're puking into a gl- into a glass. Yeah, that's. I really don't tape that. You don't like that. I no. don't like that. Guys. No, I don't. I really don't want to be good to tape a smoothie gone wrong. Would you puke into a smoothie, Robbie? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't drink it. No, it's not for the purposes yeah, of you absolutely. of you intaking it. Yeah. It's for the purposes of putting it on Instagram. Well, you could just put orange juice in a jar and then take a picture. Yeah, but of if it. you've already puked, a puke does look like, yeah. um, can look like a smoothie. As well as if you had diarrhoea. Basically what it is, it's, it's making the you most well of your infortune. your diarrhoea as well then. Yeah. Put your diarrhoea in a glass. Put it in a tumbler, a little straw in it. Look, at the end of the day, you know what it is? It's but nobody ma- else does. Exactly. It's making the most of your misfortune. <laughs> oh. She says, try and, try and smile at least once a month. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alice, you could do with smiling a bit more. You've got a face like a slapped ass. That was a bit far-fetched. Yeah, but not, but not a mug of puke. My face doesn't look like a mug of puke. I don't know where you've even got that from. From the smoothie. Yes, but we've now moved on from that. She's talking about <laughs> smiling. If you actually smiled, you might feel better occasionally. <laughs> True. Um... Yes, so that's all we've come to. Smile, guys, if you're viewers right now. Exercise your face. I tell you what, I tell you what we'll do. Let's all take five seconds to smile. If you're listening in, guys, sit there wherever you might wherever you might be. You might be in a bath, you might be taking a walk, you might be listening to us while you're doing your cooking. You know what? Let's all smile together. Three, two, one, smile. I'm gonna go to the loo. Smile, do we feel better? Is that a smile you're doing? more of a gun. part of our show today we are very excited to be joined by Tracy Dumlock who we spoke about earlier in the show she was out hiking in Canada in the mountains and she was stalked by a bear apparently because she was menstruating now we want to speak to Tracy hello Tracy hello Tracy thanks for having me um now we're just gonna um I mean, where to start? Where to start with this one? I mean, it's just absurd. We've been talking about it earlier today. We don't understand. Um, when did you realise that you'd been stalked by a bear? Uh, well, we were walking up the mountain 
and uh, the tour guide turned to us and he said, uh, I can feel like we're being stalked by a bear. I said, uh, all of us were quite scared. I, um, <laughs> I was shivering in my boots. I bet you were. But I said to him, look, I'm from Northern Ireland. You know, I'm used to, like, I've never, I've never, ever been in this situation. Um, and then as the night went on, as the climb went on, it got worse and worse. And it, the bear was getting closer and closer. You could see the bear coming towards you? It was coming towards us. Where were you? I, well, I was right there. You know, the bear was coming towards us. Um, did... When did they, did they not mention, when you did the health and safety form at the beginning of the climb, <laughs> did nobody mention to you that, you know, menstruation might be life-threatening, might be, might cause for a bear to stalk you, you know, anything? Uh, no, and there was nothing on the health and safety, like nobody ever mentioned it. Uh, it was never mentioned the whole time that I was climbing up the mountain. So I, I, I think it's terrible that you can do a climb and nobody say that, by the way, what's in your pants might, you know, draw in a bear. We, we've had quite a lot of conversation on it because I, I suppose it's, it's, it's understandable because with menstruation, there is a smell to it or, or blood or anything like that. So it's quite normal, but it must have been very scary for you, especially coming from Northern Ireland where there are no bears to being then in Canada where then you are faced by a bear. How was it? It was absolutely terrifying. I mean, I, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I was really, really struggling with it and emotionally for after for quite a while. So was the bear, so you could see the bear going to the toilets, was that right? To go to the sanitary bins? No, no, it's nothing coming straight like, to it you. was dark in me, it was dark in me. <laughs> would you go hiking whilst menstruating again? You know, Tracy, would, would, you, would you go back and go and hike up a hill again knowing that you're menstruating? Absolutely no way. I suppose it's quite good to maybe, you don't always go, want to go on a seaside holiday, swimming in the sea when you're on your period. It's not the best, but you know, you can deal with it. But then you're saying, maybe on your cat, are you always up to date on your monthly cycle, so then you can then plan around your holidays? Yeah, I mean, I, I just wouldn't ever go up a, um, up a mountain and, and with a, you know, with a period again. Like, it right. just would never, ever happen to me. Can I ask, is, is there anything else you wouldn't do now, now that you're on your period? I wouldn't go swimming. and I, I worry that maybe a shark might bite out my tampon and, and then go all in. Like, I don't know. You were very lucky there, weren't you? I mean, it's you were very, great, great, great experience. Lucky, yeah, I mean, in a in a um, you know a scary way. Do you think that the bear actually did stalk your group because you were menstruating, or do you think that it was just you know a bear stalking a group of people? He thought maybe he might be able to kill one of them, and you know, and then eat one of them. You know, just stalking people. Just being inquisitive. I really don't know. Like I, I was just told that you know it was probably because I was menstruating. Uh, I don't. I, 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 I couldn't answer that one. I'm afraid. Right. Okay. Well. Um. Thank you so much, Tracy. We really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for coming on the show. No, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um. So we. That's all we've got time for today. It always goes so so quickly for us here. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Please do subscribe. Please do give a send us a review. If you have time, leave your comments. We'd love to hear from you. Keep do writing in to hello at newstash.co.uk and we'll see you again soon. Thanks, guys. Good night. Good night.